Well, just a few short months ago, we were told to stay home, avoid people. Now we're told it's okay to go out, start to enjoy life again. It's no surprise people are feeling anxious about the changes and the unknown. So joining us to talk a little bit about anxiety is Executive Director of Anxiety Canada, Judith Law. Hi, Judith. Good morning. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Can you first off just give us, you know, a brief description of really what anxiety truly is? Okay. Um, anxiety is the body's, um, it's a body smoke detector. So it, if, if it feels that it is under threat, then the, the smoke detector goes off. Mm. Um, what, we, what we know about anxiety is that it's perfectly normal. We all have anxiety and, uh, and we can also learn to manage it. So you mentioned it's, it's kind of an alarm system of, to a certain extent. What does it feel like when someone is feeling anxiety? Great question. Um, your heart is racing. Uh, often they are sensations of the body. Um, so your heart's racing. Your hands are clammy. Sometimes we're even so anxious that we're, we feel nauseous. Um, people um, often talk about, you know, your thoughts getting mixed up, right? Mm. You, you're feeling out of control. Um, a lot of what we've, we've really been feeling through these last few months under COVID-19 um, is that um, a bit of a, a sense of dread, you know, when you get up in the morning, you're feeling, you're uneasy, you're, you're just not sure what's going to come around the corner. Dread, the unknown, absolutely. Who gets anxiety? We all get anxiety. Um, if, if we didn't have anxiety, uh, we'd be dead as a species. Um, one of the most common examples is, say, um, I'm walking down the street. Uh, fortunately, I am able to hear some noise. And so my, you know, my anxiety kicks in. I, I look around and it may be a car that is, you know, driving a lot faster around the corner. And so my anxiety uh, helps me. I will react by stepping out of the way and, you know, stepping out of harm's way. So that's, that's an example of, um, of how anxiety protects us. So I'm, I'm getting that, uh, you know, a lot of this might have to do with the familiar. And when you talk about a pandemic, something we've never been through before, could that be a big part of anxiety uh, going into a situation that you have no experience in? Absolutely. And, and also not just going into it uh, without any experience, but knowing that, um, that until a vaccine is found, um, we're, we're living it. So it is, it's that loss of control and it's all the uncertainty that, um, that is unfolding, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the fact that in some provinces you can go out to a restaurant, um, in very limited provinces right now, kids are, uh, optionally returning to school while in others, you know, they can't, um, where some of us are still working from home. Others have been told that we're going to be working uh, from, from home until further notice because there isn't enough space at the office for physical distancing. Um, yeah, so many changes. Truly. And Judith, you know, in this current situation, what can we do to fight off anxiety? Or should we just let it happen? Do we let it wash over us? How does it work? How do we react? We have a lot of information from experts around coping with anxiety. I'll just share that um, if uh, your listeners uh, should 
have a look at our website at um, anxietycanada.com. We talk a lot about uh, managing anxiety, and we don't, um, we can't push away our thoughts. Um, so when we're feeling really vulnerable and uh, under threat, what we can do is to to practice what's uh, a psychological approach called CBT, so that stands for Cognitive Behavior Therapy. So um, some easy things right now would be um, focusing on what we can control. So uh, you can control when you wake up in the morning. You can control what you eat. We can control who we engage with. Um, We may not be able to see them in person, but we can call our clients. We can call our parents. Um, We're able to connect so we can still engage. Um, Other ways of self-coping are, um, again, about prioritizing the small steps. So um, it's making sure, for example, that um, you as a parent, if you're a parent, that you put on that life jacket first. So um, you're able to look after yourself, and then because you're managing your anxiety, it's, uh, you're more likely to be able to help those around you. Um, self-care is another one that we talk about quite a bit, and what that means is that this is a new normal, and it's evolving. And so you can, you know, it's really important to stop beating yourself up about your, for example, your productivity level. We've heard from a lot of people who've said, you know, they feel guilty. They're not able to, um, to be as productive as they were before COVID. Or they're feeling, you know, really that unease. So the self-compassion, taking time for, to have breaks, uh, finding a pandemic buddy or, or a coping colleague, we call mm-hmm. them, someone like you can talk to. Yeah. yeah and... And then also having compassion for others goes a long way. Absolutely. Because we're all in this together. Judith, we have a great text here that says, you know what's sad? A person may not learn the tools to cope with anxiety till later in life. If I had only the coping mechanisms earlier in life, things would have been so much easier. So to that uh, texter's point, how do we recognize anxiety in our children and not just, uh, you know, chalk it up to a, a childhood fear so we can maybe, you know, get them the coping mechanisms early? Yeah, it's a really great um, uh, text because early intervention is so helpful with anxiety. And we know that um, listening to your kids. So right now during COVID-19, one of the things that uh, the parents can do is to have dialogue about what's happening. So not just the, you know, our our fears about Uh, when will we find a vaccine, when will this be over, but really having conversations, opening it up to say, hey, this is how I've been feeling, this is how um, it's affecting me, and and very small in in ways that if it's a young child that they can understand, you know, you don't use big words like pandemic. And then giving them an opportunity to talk about um, what's happening in their bodies, for example, and, and what are... Are there things that they're missing? Just opening up the dialogue goes a long way in then supporting your kids with anxiety uh, management strategies. And those are things that you can actually learn. Again, I'll just refer to 
our website because we have a very comprehensive website. And um, there are also tools like um, the MindShift app. That is also another tool where you can learn calm breathing. So how do you dial down the anxiety in your body? And how do you balance the worries, right? Um, What's realistic? And thoughts are not facts, actually. So that's one of the ways that um, having these conversations, becoming an expert yourself, means that you, just like everything else, like teaching your child how to ride a bike, you can do the same when it comes to mental health. Great advice, and I just jumped on the website, and there is so much information on there. Thank you for for joining us this morning, Judith. My pleasure. That's Judith Law, Executive Director of Anxiety Canada, and again, the website, anxietycanada.com.